A priest, his brother, and a married guy walk into a podcast to discover the deepest truths of our day. If you're a seeker of ancient wisdom, interdimensional museums, and the Baltimore Catechism, then this is not the show for you. You're listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. And it starts right now. Episode number 45 of the Untitled Catholic Podcast. Father Sean's trying to chew a cookie into the microphone, but I have headphones on, so I do not hear if it's working or not. Mm. How is the cookie, Father Sean? As I've been eating it, it's been getting a little bit better. So I got a... I was obviously in New York for Christmas and got back to Nashville on the 26th of December, sadly. Had to get on a bus and then got back on the 1st for a few weeks here in Nashville. And I came... Back to the house with several boxes of Christmas gifts from people I work with. And one of them had a mug, which Megan took, um, a thing of coffee, which I will enjoy, and then these cookies, which Father Sean is uh, trying. And he's getting crumbs everywhere, and it's in my house, our house, but I'm the one that cleans it. So I'm getting very anxious from this right now. And he's trying to... Clean up the cookies. He almost fell out. We got a raccoon in the walls. We got all sorts of stuff going on here. But I'm here with Father Sean in Nashville. And Nolan Reynolds. Yep. That oh. that was a long time before you got to say that. Yeah. Well, I saw that you left. It seemed that uh, Justin, your son who bears my name, came in to say hello. He did. I, I literally walked in the door from work and came right downstairs to record. So, Well, we appreciate you doing that. We uh, just got juices uh, and came back. And Father you Sean's... juices? Yeah. I mean you got juices? Juice. We, there's a juice bar that I I, I get the, the beet juice, which on, a, on the risky drink scale... How risky is it? I'd say it's a three. It's a three, but this... Father Sean's drinking a uh, green type juice, which I would put that at a five. I think it's 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 no, I think it's an equal. The scale's to ten. Yeah, of course. Well, the beet juice is sweet. This is sweet too. It, it tastes like cucumber beets. and pineapples. Yeah, is there no kale in there? I don't know. It's so green said, stuff. I just, didn't really look. You I just took said cucumber pineapples, and I was good. But you said the the cucumber to pineapple ratio was. Not... I'd like a little bit more pineapple than I want when I sip it. I want to taste pineapple with a hint of cucumber, not cucumber with a hint of pineapple. So that's at least oh, a four. Yeah. That ups the risky factor. Yeah, that makes it way more of a risky drink. Well, if I also ta- if it tastes mostly like something that shouldn't be drinkable. Then... Yeah. I, cucumbers are good though. It's not like weird. No, we're not saying they're bad, but we're saying that you don't think about drinking a cucumber. I don't know. I like don't if, like if it was put it this way, if it was cucumber juice versus pineapple juice, which is the weird one? Cucumber juice. Naturally. Yeah. Exactly. So if it was beet juice or if it was All right, like, so we'll say it's a 4. It's a 4. Not, like it, pineapple juice, like pineapple juice is not on the risky drinks. It's not on the it's risky. Not risky well, if Topo Chico is a one on the risky drink, no, scale. but that that's just for example. It's not actually a one. It's just water, but mineral water. It's just mineral water. 
I thought I, I didn't think we were saying that Topo Chico was on the risky. I thought I thought that's what we said that one that Topo Chico was a one. No, I think I think like soda from the dollar store is on the one. Okay. We were uh, at um, Kroger last night buying snacks, and uh, we saw this guy had six bottles of the soda Squirt. I've never even heard of that before. <laughs> Yeah, six it's, bottles of squirt. It's six squirt bottles. I don't it's know. Probably their, it's probably their like generic soda, maybe. No, it's not. It's, it's I, a real it's, thing. It's kind of like Fago, I guess. What? Fago is a, a risky drink soda. That's like the really cheap one that the. Um, I mean, there's different reasons that makes a drink risky too. Yeah, like buying it from a dollar store, like a brand you never heard of. Well, that's. that's that's fake. That's risky. Yeah. And I think it might be Squirt, too. Father Sean's looking it up now. I'm getting the behind the scenes of what Father Sean actually does during these podcasts. It, I'm trying to see what the flavor it, Great, it's, it's a citrus flavor. So it's like a, it's like the, a, a fresca. fresca. It's like a fresca. Um, but we did do, Nolan, we did a ginger drink. Ginger shots. Ginger shots. So they they so it's just straight ginger. It's ginger, and they they put a little cayenne pepper in there. Oh, it's wow. grapefruit juice. What squirt? Squirts. We're past grapefruit. the squirt. Oh, sorry. We're talking about uh, cayenne pepper, ginger shots. Ginger shots. So that's supposed to help you. We feel I feel like a million bucks right now. Well, I edited I edited out my coughing, so. If you ever edit it, then you'll edit out your coffee. But weren't we talking about (laughs) ranch dressing soda? Oh, that's that's a that's a ten. That's a ten of a risky drink. Did we talk about? Wait, there's a real thing called ranch dressing. Oh, so we didn't talk about that on the podcast. We were talking about it in private. Our a friend of the podcast, Dan Hasselbauer, had a Christmas party, and he went to like the fizz shop or something. In Levittown, and you could get all these different uh, flavored sodas, and one of them was a ranch dressing soda. There was like ranch oh. dressing, bacon. He it's disgusting. You it, tried it? No. Why didn't we ever? I think we forgot to. No one. No, ever I didn't want to try it because I wasn't going to try something like that and not be on the podcast. But Joe Moncada wanted to try it. That's what we have to pack. have Dan on to talk about being a math teacher slash. Having uh, risky sodas, you just ate the crumb from the floor. Jeez! Wow! <laughs> Talk about risky eats. Risky eats is good. The crumb was on the floor, and he t- five minutes later takes looks at it on the table, and he just shrugs his shoulders and he eats it. Jeez. Gross. So the update too, another update, Nolan. Uh, there's a raccoon in the walls, for sure. And, and so. Pete from Black Diamond came back today. And oh, I think Ricky told me about that, actually. Yeah, he probably did. <laughs> Damn it, Ricky. Oh, uh, yeah, Ricky. I thought there was a That's, secret between these us. These are things that we don't want everyone to know <laughs> yeah. about, Ricky. That's why we're talking about it on the podcast. No one's going to hear this. <laughs> so there's Pete from Black Diamond came. The first time he came, he thought it was a rat because he saw some tunnels. And then they, no one. he came again, and no one's eaten a poison. So he came back again today. And the siding was still on the house, but he went up there and he saw that they looked like a raccoon was opening it. Um, 
So the raccoon probably goes in the side of the house, goes in the attic, and then just stays in the insulation. So he put in a one-way door. So if it's in the house right now and it exits, it can't come back in because the door traps it. But if it is outside and it tries to come back in, it can't because the door is trapping it. So, but it's not going to catch the raccoon. It's just going to prevent it from coming back in. However, Pete from Black Diamond did have a caught raccoon in his van. And he showed it to me twice. So, are they going to catch this thing eventually? No, the idea is that they just they block out the all the entries so it just stops coming because it can't get in the house. So it'll it'll the idea is that it'll it won't it's smart enough to know if it can't get in it's not worth its time and it's, it's not, not going to come back. Exactly. I don't think it's smart enough to know that it can't get back in. I think it just can't get back in and just doesn't come back. Right. Kind of like my garbage. Like I seal them shut pretty good. And so they try to get in it, but they can't. So it'll be a while before we see them again. They move on. Yeah. Yeah. Although they're pretty good about, like, if I accidentally forget to seal it, they come back. Because they learned. Who? Raccoons? The raccoons learn that garbage isn't good to get into. They got so they don't hands, come back. raccoons. I'm just going to say this out loud, and I'm sorry for offending anyone who really loves animals, but I hate raccoons. No, I'm a little... I think you should be able to kill them. You, I, well, I mean, I guess you can if you just don't tell anybody. <laughs> They're so gross. They're so gross. I like raccoons. They have hands. I you, like all rodents. I don't want a dirty rat coming around. But I don't want a dirty dog coming around either. He was just looking and then it was laying down and Pete opened it from Black Diamond. And he <laughs> started hissing at it. I was like, this is crazy. Like, oh, I know. I don't... When I got into this business, I wasn't. I didn't think I'd be catching raccoons, but here I am. Well, I, re- I heard him when he was upstairs saying that he smelt urine. Yeah. He's, he's been trained to smell raccoon urine. Yeah, if you really get into the insulation, you could probably smell the rac- raccoon urine. But that's the update with the house. Nolan, what's new with you? How was your Christmas? Christmas was wonderful. Um, literally the most wonderful time of the year. Um, it's so awesome when you have kids i never thought that like i would like love christmas and be excited for christmas as much as when i was a kid myself but having kids especially at this age it's just incredible so what was the best gift that santa got uh the your sons that bear our names um justin got a couple of video games which was exciting they both got a playset like a superhero playset to like share that they did that that wasn't on their list that was like a surprise so that was that was probably the most exciting thing that they got um yeah i mean brett is just like kind of like just kind of rifles through his gifts and is just like happy with i mean they're both happy with everything but justin was more specific about what he wanted did you get anything from santa um, yeah, I got a beard grooming kit for my sweet beard. Nice. Yeah. As everyone could tell, listening to the podcast that you do have a sweet well, beard. Well, Clover could see it. So, um, but, I, and then I got a bunch of gift cards, which at this point in my life, I, there's nothing better than a gift card. That's right. Yep. I agree. Money. Money is better than gift cards. 
you know what? In a weird way, for me, it's gift cards. I'd rather get gift cards than money because it's like a license to spend something that you, the rest of the year would be uh, like justifying not spending or, or like, yeah. you know, arguing with yourself about like this way. I'm like, I have to use this on Amazon. I can get that that book that I wanted or that movie or whatever. Justin, say hi to Father Sean and Justin. Hi. Hey, Justin, I know you can't hear us because your dad has the yeah. headphones on. Why are you giving this to me? I should take this off. Justin got a lot of Legos. For oh, Christmas. Legos are the best. This is the piece of the Hulkbuster. That's what you wanted me to do? No. I want you want to take this off. I don't think that comes off. Oh, I guess it does. All right. See you later, guys. Okay. All right. Well, you got to take a look at this guy for a second. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? It's a Lucha Libre mask. Oh, I have a few of those. He's, he's got six. <laughs> Did I tell you the story last year? No, I don't I see so many Lucha Libre masks. This is a story from Christmas for last year. So last year for Christmas, Brett, um, he's real, his favorite wrestler is a wrestler named Sin Cara. And I went, long story, very short. I went on eBay to find a Sin Cara mask. And I was like back and forth with this guy about like which colors they had. And he promised me one color. At the end of the day, when he went up sending me like the final package of this one I was supposed to get, I got six for all my <laughs> trouble. He sent me six of the same mask, but in different colors. It's pretty oh, incredible. That's awesome. That was a Christmas miracle. It really is. For those of you who can't see the podcast, all I saw was uh, a little child run by with a mask that was like four times too big for him. <laughs> and it looked like a giant head running by. It's just this giant Lucha Libre head. <laughs> so, yeah, because the mask is way bigger than his actual head. I got a direct message on Instagram the other day from someone named Stacy, who I we know who she is, um, about – doing like a combined episode of her podcast and our podcast. So if she listens to this, send a message saying Lucha Libre. And then if she sends a message, then, we, then we'll do it. Then we will collaborate. Yeah. Ooh, I like that game. You just make, you, you just got to make sure you don't include Lucha Libre in the, the show notes or description or anything like that. I mean, even if I did, I would, she, what would the odds of? That's true. Yeah. Well, she'd have to yeah. listen to it to know. At yeah. least to this point, right? I mean, I, I guess this this episode will hopefully be real, will be released by the end of February. So. It'll be released before January's over. I promise. Okay. So you know what? You'll have to do another question at the end of the episode. Yeah. To see if she made it through the whole way. That's good. I like that. So if she if she listened to at least this part, she'll know to at least fast forward to the last episode. Or last, <laughs> last the few end minutes of the, end of the episode. I can't bear anymore. I got to <laughs> fast forward. Father, Father Sean, you survived your Christmas? <coughs> yes, Justin. I survived my Christmas. <laughs> He's hacking up a lung that you get it out. Christmas is hard because it's like we have masses starting. We have two masses on Saturday afternoon. An 8 p.m. mass on Saturday, midnight mass, 7.30 the next day, uh, 9, 10.30, 12, 
and then 115. But I have to be at all the masses to give out communion. And I'm the only one who does the midnight mass. So suffice it to say, when I wake up to give out communion for the 730, I only have like four hours of sleep. Because by the time I finally lock the church, get to sleep, because um, you're like amped up and kick Joe Moncada and yeah, yeah, that's right. It's it's hard. It's hard to um, be awake the next day. But you survived. I survived. You made survived. it to cookies in time for the Stromboli. Yep, had a lot Let's of Stromboli. Do it again. I yeah. will do it again next year. Yes, same time. Same time. Yes. Uh, Nolan, what, what's on the menu for Christmas? So we don't host Christmas, um, but um, we go to our family friend's house on on Christmas Eve. Christmas Day, we went to my parents' house. um, And, you know, it's kind of like the the usual, like um, lasagna, ham, turkey, um, some veggies, things like that. That's good. It's just a solid meal. Yeah. You have your pick, you know. Nice, I like that. How about how about yourselves, you you crazy Italian guys? We have Five, lasagna, seven yeah. fishes. Well, yeah, it's scaled down from seven fishes. It's now about five fishes for Christmas Eve. I'm not there for that anymore. Sean's not uh, anymore. But um, sorry, I cut you off. Sean, you could describe the... As Clubber can see, he's making a sad face. Yeah, you're making a sad face. He's looking at himself. Speaking of Clubber, say the menu. What do you th- I said most of it. No, no it's cut Lasagna, you ham. My dad made prime rib that melted in your mouth. It was really good. Cold antipast, which is just basically rolled up deli meat. And stromboli. And stromboli. Father Sean's looking at himself in the camera because he just got a fresh haircut from the handsomizer. Oh, I mean, that's I'm why looking. it was so important to get your haircut today. Yeah, it was all over the place. I'm yeah. looking at myself in the camera because that's that's all there is to see. Oh, you're making faces in the camera, I should say. Yeah, because you're talking and I could see myself, so. <laughs> and I'm not in the camera view. Uh, speaking yeah, of speaking of Clubber. So a few years ago, I was, for the Long Island Catholic, the priest of the month. I was the first priest of the month and i'm the only priest of the month i don't think they ever did that again <laughs> see they, they peaked too quick and then clubber got very upset because he never gets any recognition after working in youth ministry for over 20 years so he made a video as he's known to do complaining well about a year after that this man came and gave me a copy of the magazine like not a copy like the actual magazine he had an extra one like he made a copy of it at like staples and gave it to me <laughs> Okay. So I mailed it to Clawberg. <laughs> then Clawberg mailed me every newspaper article, every time he's ever mentioned in a bulletin or anything, back to me. Oh, my gosh. So what I did to get him back was I was interviewed by Tina from the Long Island Catholic. They're doing a vignette on me. And she wants quotes for people. What's so, a vignette? A vignette. Like a, a short story, like an yeah. art, a little article. Yeah. So I had her former contact, priest of the month, Father Sean McAlvey. I had her, I had her contact Clawberg for a quote. So I now got he con- has to be in the Long Island Catholic saying something nice about me. 
I got contacted for a quote too. Yeah, you're my brother. Yes, have some. I thought you were gonna say no something, Nolan. It looks like you were about to say something, so I paused. No, sorry, I wasn't gonna say anything. I, was, I thought you were talking. Oh no, Sean's not talking about the. That's what I mean. Calling this the Untitled Clubberg Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's the title. So last uh, we were. It should be called Clubberg and Friends. Only he's Clubberg, never on it. Clubberg and Friends. <laughs> well, last last episode he was on, which I was home in New York, and. A couple days after that, Megan, my fiance, drove up uh, from Nashville, New York. Uh, and then we gave them the New York Christmas experience. It was wonderful. Even I had fun. Yeah. And Father Sean hates the Christmas experience. I don't like commercialism. <laughs> That's fair. It was uh the we skipped the Macy's windows because I heard they weren't very good and uh, there were a couple things that weren't Christmassy that usually are Christmassy but it's all right we made we made do and mend we saw fa- uh, Father uh, John McQuaid owner of the podcast in the flesh yes and his the manager of the podcast is a tyrant now. yes he's a tyrant he's a toddler he's name a- is Patrick McQuaid tyrant toddler Patrick McQuaid so this is his brother. Is this is his son? It's his son. Oh. so he he says hello, Nolan. I don't actually know. I'm sure he did say hello, John. He's a great guy, John McQuaid, one of the I best told you, around. I never met him, but I love him. And now we are back in Nashville, and Sean is here in Nashville. Yes, so it's just been an extension of Christmas. Awesome. And if you want to know all the things that we do when we're in Nashville, go back and listen to last year's episode yeah. around the same time when we had Ricky. Yeah. That's Topo right. Chico, when we drank the Topo Chico. Um, but I think it is funny, Nolan, that Father Sean's a popular commodity here in Nashville. It's pretty awesome, actually. So he comes around and everyone prepares their questions and all the things that I'm not smart enough to answer. Grill the uh, priest? Yeah, it's kind a, of. Essentially, he gets grilled for about a week from all my different friends. We celebrate Mass every day at the house, Sunday my non-Catholic friends will come to the Mass. Uh, and it usually stirs up some conversations. So I thought it would be interesting, Father Sean, to hear some of the questions and answers that you've been uh, stirring up with your just your mere haircut. <laughs> well, one of the questions is, what do you do? That's, that's like one of the big questions. What do you do all day? So then I go through the kind of stuff that I do, like this celebrating man. A normal day or a day on a priest conference? A day on a priest conference. I'm not allowed to talk about what I do. Oh, yeah, that's fair. That's secretive. So on, on a normal day, what do you do? I wake up. Don't say you wake up. Everybody does that. Um, What's that, bro? That's uh, Robert California talking to Aaron at the office. Oh, yeah. He's, what did you do today? I woke up. So don't say that. Um I, I will celebrate Mass usually in the morning or sometimes in the afternoon. Very often I have to go through emails and paperwork and stuff that I need to get set up for different things. Like, you know, we're right now we were getting ready for um, giving the altar servers that work really hard a gift. So I had to tally all the times that they missed Mass and those kids don't get gifts. If you miss a lot of messes and don't help out extra, you don't get gifts. That's fair. So that's something. Or, you know, wakes, funerals, 
um, meeting with different types of people, meeting with people who want to get married, meeting with people who are want to learn how to pray better, meeting with people who I see regularly, um, going over and planning things like the RCIA, which is another question I get. How does one become Catholic? And then I describe how in our parish, the process of becoming Catholic, we watch Symbolon, which is a very good video series from the Augustine Institute, which you can watch on forum. And it basically goes through the creed and what the church teaches um, on those topics, in addition to other things as well, like the sacraments and stuff like that. Um, so that's, and then that's about a 20 something week course. It starts at the end of September and ends around April. So I'm the moderator for that. So I'll often meet with Becky, who's a faithful listener to the podcast. And Becky gave me, um, every year Becky gives me a gift that relates to the podcast. This year she gave me a gift where it's like word art and you, and it's a bunch of phrases and things that we've said oh. on the podcast. Which is really cool. Can we? See, we got to see that. Yeah. yeah, I don't have it with me in Nashville because it's like a, it's framed and everything. But I'll take a picture and send it to you guys. Awesome. That's a great gift. Yeah. What an awesome gift idea. Go over stuff for the youth ministry, that kind of things. I'll meet with Tilo sometimes. We'll get a sense of what we're doing, the different things that we're working on. That's basically what my schedule is like. So you get the question of what's your schedule like? How do you become Catholic? What's another one? Um, if I'm talking about the sacraments, sometimes lots of confessions about uh, lots of questions about what confession is, what that's like, why do you need to go to confession, what are the type of things that people confess, which I don't answer that question. So how do you answer the other two questions? So basically, I, then I start talking about the difference between mortal sin and venial sin, and how if you commit a mortal sin, you need to go to confession. But if you don't commit a mortal sin, then it's a good spiritual habit to go to regular confession. And I talk about the psychological benefits of confession in addition to the spiritual benefits and the graces that we receive. That God helps us not do the things that we bring to confession. I always think that it's very fun that uh, Father Sean intrigues people when he's here. So, right? Yeah. Would you say yeah. that? I mean, how many times do people hang out with a priest, especially if you're not Catholic? Yeah, it's in the South, too, that it's it's not very Catholic, so to speak. Um, so, no, I feel like I cut you off. Is there is there something that you get, like, more often than not? People are usually polite because they're Justin's friends. So they don't necessarily ask difficult questions right away. Right. But once you get into stuff, they usually ask for clarifying questions. And then it could get deeper from there. Like a few, like when some of Justin's friends that were in New York, we started talking about like salvation and, and stuff like that and faith and works and those kind of things. It can get a little deeper. Yeah. Um, when Once you establish trust with someone, it gets deeper that... I feel like that that's the one I've gotten I've gotten personally more than most is about faith and works and salvation and justification and those kinds of questions. Yeah. So what is how would you answer something like that, Nolan? Me? Yeah. No, the other Nolan. <laughs> There's an Who altar me? server named Nolan. Who me? But he spells it with an E, not an A. That's weird. Does he listen to the podcast? I don't think so. Oh, well, never mention him again. 
Thou who shall not be named. Yeah. Voldemort? No. Um, I mean, I I usually just tell people, like, look, Jesus wants us to do a bunch of good deeds, and if you don't, you go to hell. If you do, you're in. That's as simple as that. Is right? that, is that easy? Yeah, that's exactly. It's black black and white. Church, yeah, life and... Uh, we, earn, we earn our salvation. That's called yes. Pelagianism, and that's a heresy. Yeah. So you're the now, one who's going to roast, Nolan. I don't tell people that. I don't tell people that. So I what usually, do you tell people? I usually tell people it's not what you think it is. <laughs> because most people that ask that question already have that preconceived notion that it is uh, to be earned. But, um, you know, I do tell them that um, our the, the, the sign of, of true faith is... Um, is the desire uh, to serve and to um, to to do works, and um, th- there there can't be a faith as as Scripture points out without works. There there, you know, our faith, our relationship with God, and and putting Him first in our life impels us and compels us to uh, to go out and beyond ourselves. Yeah, and that's basically what I was talking about as well. The sin question becomes interesting because a lot of um, uh, certain uh, non-denominational Christians will have the sense that all sin is equal. So like if you, you know, lie to someone or you kill somebody, it's the same. And that can't possibly be true. Well, not for us. Austin just came home as we're finishing our podcast. Wearing a Kansas City Chiefs hat. And hopefully they do well, but I don't think they will. Really? Yeah, I think they're going to lose the first game they play. Now, I don't well, want the time them this to, pod- but I think they're going to. By the time this podcast <laughs> air, uh, airs, we'll know. Maybe, yeah. maybe not, Nolan. There's Nolan May- on the other side. Nolan? Nolan. We'll have you on the podcast one day, Austin. Talk about lighting design. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about that. Everything else we talk about is boring. Yeah, so. it's, yeah it's only three people that listen. Uh, all right, quickly then. No, we'll we'll save this for another time. Let's make our Super Bowl picks. But that would just motivate us to do another episode before the Super Bowl. Sounds good to me. Yeah, How can we make our Super Bowl picks when we don't even know who's in it? No, I'm saying like we pick who we think we're gonna is gonna be in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I guess. Well, I guess we should do that now since the playoffs just started. Yeah. Fonshaw's got snot dripping down his nose. Oh, I don't feel well. I'm picking the Saints and the Patriots. That's who I'm picking too. Oh, you're really picking the Patriots? Yep. Who's going yeah, to beat them? Nolan? Who's going to beat them? Austin would I, say the Chiefs, but. I agree with you. And, and I mean, if it was like. You know, if it was like baseball, I'd probably just pick the Yankees every year for the same reason you guys are picking the Patriots. But it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna go different. I'm gonna say it's gonna be the Chiefs and the Saints. Chiefs and the Saints. I'm rooting for Philip Rivers. That he's he's the guy that I'm hoping wins it all. So I am not rooting for Philip Rivers. Why not? He's a good Catholic guy. He's got like a hundred kids. I know. Not and the I same should... way that Antonio Cromartie does. No, he has a hundred kids with his wife. <laughs> I know I should. Uh, the NFL. I should go with the Catholic guy, and uh, 
go with the the Catholic choice as opposed to the the giant fan in me choice. But I'm I'm not gonna do that. Why can't you root for Philip Rivers? What does it have to do with being a Giants fan? Because Philip Rivers was the quarterback that everyone said the Giants should have just got because Eli stinks. And yeah, but you, you Eli won two won Super two Bowls su- with Eli, so don't he worry did. About but it. but if Philip Rivers does, it like seems like they're they're equal. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, but you're <laughs> a sports fan, so yeah. that's yeah. Rooting for sports teams doesn't really make sense. That's true. Fair point. Well, you know what it is. I, I've I specifically had a friend who's very very anti-giant tell me when when the Giants traded for Eli Manning that they made a huge mistake. Philip Rivers is better, and like two years after that, you know, before Eli had really started. Um, to come into his own, he was like rubbing into my face. The Chargers were really good that year, two or three years after, and uh, I've always had that in the back of my head. And I've never actually went back and been like, "See, I told you." But one day, if I see him, I will. I guess he's not really a friend if you don't see him anymore. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, he some, doesn't listen. Is there something that happened that you care to share with us? I'm just kidding. No, just. You know, growing old and growing apart. All right, so now life um, happens, man. I think New Orleans is going to win. I hope so. I would love if Philip Rivers did because I'm I'm a uh, a proud Catholic, unlike some people on this podcast. <laughs> Not an angry Catholic. Yeah. All right. Our final question then, Nolan, is why are you such an angry Catholic? Well, Amen. We'll have to answer that on another one then. <laughs> Why is Nolan such an angry Catholic? I wish I knew. I wish I knew that that, that was coming. So, Stacy, if you made it to the end, right? I don't know why Nolan is such an angry Catholic. That was good. Nice segue. Um, well, this has been fun. It has been. I had a always. blast. We have four more episodes. Well, 56, 46, 7, 8, 9, yeah, till 50th. And then we can do our our Monsignor McDonald tribute. Yes. Yeah, that that should probably last three episodes. People are really looking forward to that already. Yeah. The well, handful of people that listen to this podcast are, are anxiously awaiting that one. They're anxiously awaiting. They are. Well, what's, we got to start talking about strategies as to have more people listen to this. That's a conversation we'll have privately. Yeah, I'm just saying. And if there's anything to report, we'll share it. Yeah. But anyone listening right now, if you like this, tell other people. Tell Tell your friends. friends. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. We made it shorter, so you can't blame the length anymore. Yeah. There's still some some meat on the bones. There's still some an intimidation factor in listening to the podcast, but it's not as intimidating. Only maybe 30 minutes or so. Exactly. Um... All right. Well, God bless everyone who listened to this podcast. You've been listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. See you next time.